Hey guys, you're listening to the Who Podcast with Dino and Michelle. I am Pastor Matt, the father from the Father and Son Watch Horror Movies Podcast. I listen to this podcast every week, and you should too. This is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey everybody, we are back. Our podcast, this is Dino. And Michelle. And we got a special guest. Uh, you've heard his comments on our uh, on our show. You've read his comments on our Facebook group. We got Justin McLean. How you doing, man? All right, man. How you guys? Good, good, man. I'm finally I'm glad to get you on. It's I'm glad to nice- be here. It's nice to put a face to the name, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we, we've been going, you know, for a while uh, with the movie, you know, with the podcast uh, group and then just Facebook in general. We're a member of other groups together in Facebook, a few uh, theology groups we're members of together, you know, with special interests in theology <laughs> yes sir oh which i got an interesting one for you today i was talking with somebody and um apparently um exegesis is subpar to listening to the holy spirit so all you have to do is listen to the holy spirit and that's how you're going to interpret the bible because exegesis is really only man's opinion hmm. yeah. that's interesting Mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, that's how like theologians actually study the Bible, and if you go to Bible college, they're going to teach you proper exegesis. It, it's the norm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty well been done the whole time, I think. Yeah. Well, I had seen one on Facebook, and the guy said, "By loving and listening to God is where you get your sound theology, not from." you know, looking at cultural context or the original languages or whatever. So my question is, well, if you have two people who have a different interpretation of scripture, does the one that agree with does the one that agrees with you love God more? Right. They must. Yeah, evidently. They have to. So but you know what? That's a podcast for another day. <laughs> and we will get there. <laughs> but um so as far as us, you you uh ran through and had the kids over at Young Marines again. Yep, Young Marines again. So TT and I we hung out and we watched the uh, creep show. So that was her first time going around. She's gonna be eight uh in a week. Yeah. But yeah, she she did creep show. The and first we, film or the TV show? The first film. Oh yeah. I, I did show her. I showed them one episode of the TV show, The House with the Head. Is that any good? I haven't watched it's, the show. I like it. It's it's good. Um, some of them are decent, but they're all pretty good. There's right. nothing that's a real loser. All right. In that. We came home and the right towards the end, I think we were like at a, um, there was only like a half hour left of Creep Show, and 
Nico, Nico actually made it through the ending part of the second to last. The crate. The crate. That's great. That show's great. Yeah, yeah. she made she made it through that one, and a couple of times she put her head away, but TT yeah. TT made it all the way through that one like a champ. Yeah, the only, I think they all bowed out. Yeah. At uh, they're they're creeping up on me. <laughs> and because you know, it's pretty rough. In, we live in South Carolina, and it's not called the Palmetto State for no reason. You know, because it that, doesn't mean the trees. No, nope. the, the big old bugs, and we get them in here, and so they were like, oh, "No, no, I don't want to watch this one." The cereal box almost did me in. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll be sitting here watching TV. Everything's going fine, and then we'll just keep <laughs> loud screams and three kids running out of the bedroom. We look at each other. Palmetto bugs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, they all kind of tapped out of that one, and uh, as far as I know, Killian still hasn't. I tried with him years ago, and he did uh, the first Father's Day. He liked that one, and then he bowed out at Lonesome Death of Jordy Verrill because he does. He used to have a real problem with um, body horror. Th- things that more. Things that more. Even right, like right. Avengers, the yeah. whole and stuff. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do it. And even now he werewolf stuff. You know, the transformation gets. Yeah, I mean even right. stuff like on uh, Phineas and Ferb, that one episode with the mayor. Yeah, the mayor with, turns into a werewolf. With the mayor turn so like even with a cartoon, he can't yeah. he doesn't so how how does he like Beast Boy? I don't get that I, though. He has no issue with Beast Boy. Well, because that's like flash animation. That's yeah, I guess just a quick. Yeah, you know, I guess. Yeah, but I think he's get he's getting over that now. I mean, he's thirteen, but I, I, I wouldn't say he's, he's still not a body horror type of person. I wouldn't. I wouldn't honestly say he's a horror fan. Mm, no, he'll he'll like the occasional zombie thing, and then he'll like like your horror comics if they're witty. Like the Cornetta trilogy, you know, the Shaun of the Dead stuff. Like that. Yeah, yeah, he likes. Yeah, that one. he likes the real like on your nose. Would the uh, would the facial morphs on Buffy bothering? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we've. Tried I mean, that. if it's, I mean, if it's bad, early '90s CGI, probably not. He'd probably laugh at that. Yeah. <laughs> laugh with that. Some of it's pretty rough. Yep, yep, <laughs> and then, uh, then we watched. Let me, let me. I, I recorded some audio of my my new find. What? Oh, you know what I mean. And so, Titi's really the only one that gets into the horror. Like she, she's actually torn right now because she's thinking about going into the Young Marines, mm-hmm. and she wants to do it. But she goes, if I go into the Young Marines, I have to get rid of Daddy TT Horror Day. When will we have Daddy TT Horror Day if I go in the Young Marines? <laughs> so we assure another day. Huh? Let's make it another day. Yeah, and that's why I thought I said TT Horror. I've been watching horror forever, and you're my daughter. Horror's not going anywhere, and neither are you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got. Uh, I recorded the intro as soon as I found the show. 
Because this is something, and I don't know if you're aware of this. What you're about to witness is real. The participants are litigants with actual pet problems. Both parties have agreed to dismiss their cases and have their disputes settled here in our court. Like Gary Ducey, Judge, Where where did you find this? This is on Amazon Prime. Gary Busey, Gary Busey, Pet Justice. Is it, is it Pet Justice? Is that the name of the show or Pet Judge? I think it might be Pet Judge. And he lays down the Pet Justice. Oh, man. And oh, yeah, man. It, it is not a real court show. <laughs> However, it is. It is very uh, Christopher Guest type mockumentary if Gary Busey was a judge litigating these cases. Can I talk about the monkey today? Can I talk about the monkey? <laughs> monkey got to throw poop at Gary Busey. <laughs> they got a case with a monkey and it threw poop at Gary Busey. That's oh, perfect. What did he say poop stood for? Oh. Produce, no, no, oh. um, product of old produce. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Poop. Let me tell you, the initial <laughs> product <laughs> of old produce. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, the other actors, you can tell that it is a scripted show, and you can tell that they are comedians and actors going through it. Gary Busey plays this straight. Sweet. And he's brilliant. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? He's a great actor because he is convincing me that he does not know that this is all fake. <laughs> yes. he because may, he, he is so not. earnest. He may not. <laughs> <laughs> but he... But then he's also quick as all get out with the stuff he comes out with. And it's like, I've never seen a more sincere performance since like Buddy Holly story with him. <laughs> he was the best part of Celebrity Apprentice the year he was on. Yes. Oh, yes. Yep. Oh, but it, yeah, it is. There's, I think there's six episodes on now on Amazon Prime. And it is funny. Oh, so we've seen all of them now then? I think, I think we're on what? Oh, we have one more. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but yes, definitely that is a must watch, <laughs> especially if you're an animal lover, just because it's, yeah. I mean, it's Gary Busey and animals. So, yeah. <laughs> can't go wrong. And you'll go on like just doing animal calls, like to a animal. Like, <laughs> like here's a bird. He's like, three birds. Is Gary Busey at his most Gary Busey? Yeah. That's the only way to have Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Things he finds, let me tell you. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, uh, so have you been doing anything in particular? I, I mean, okay, so you are a new father of a second child now. Yes, sir. So. Uh, so you have a, you have a three-year-old and a newborn. Three-year-old and uh, 
yesterday, three week old. Wow. That's the, I will tell you, that is the hardest jump going from one to two, going from two to three and three to, you know, not that I have four, but yeah, two to from two to three and three to four, four to both jumps are nothing. The hardest one is the one to two. <laughs> really? As far as having, you know, adding on children. Mm-hmm. It's going from one child to two child. That's that two children. That's the hardest jump. Yeah, it's it's been challenging. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, and you're gonna be. Well, see, we had had. Well, Killian was what? Four. Yeah, he was four by the He time. was four when we had Nico, and he was getting out of diapers when she was born. Mm-hmm. So that was okay. Okay, but we had Nico and Serenity in diapers at the same time. They're only sixteen months apart. So, <laughs> and then they actually potty trained together. Ooh, so that, that was that was actually worked really well because they challenged each other. Hmm. They wanted to beat each other to be the first. Yeah. So that worked in our favor. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing that ever since to be the first for for each <laughs> yeah each milestone yep because well, that's kind of cool yeah healthy competition yeah gotta yep. have it <laughs> sorry my yeah. dog's playing right down here so if I'm <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so so is there anything you any shows you've been watching lately well uh, the the main thing I guess we've we kind of stumbled upon American Horror Story. Okay. We'd never watched it. And um, Rachel, you know how Netflix will pop up and like it'll automatically start playing? Yeah. So she sat there and watched it for a few minutes. And I was behind the television in the kitchen watching her facial reactions. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, wait a minute we're going to have to start that over because I need to know why you're doing all of those faces. (laughs) So it was, but it was season eight. So we watched all of season eight and then we watched seven and six and we started on five. We're kind of going backwards, I guess. Okay. Sort of, but we're watching the season in, in order, just doing the seasons backwards. And, um, we really liked, do you guys watch it? No, we've never got on with it. I don't know why we just never No, did. I think I watched one episode of the what was that? The 80s one. Was that last season? Yeah, 1984. Yeah. Yeah, I watched one episode and then just I didn't dislike it, just never got right into it. I mean, there's certain franchises that we seem yeah. to be late on like we we hit the supernatural franchise. When it was already in what se- what season was it in? It was about what seven or eight? Seven or eight before we started watching that, and then we binged that one all the way. Yeah. Oh, they still have one more season to come out, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, f- they've got season fifteen to come out. But I did like uh, Scream Queens. That I liked, which is made by the same people that did American Horror Story. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that was that was on Fox. I think those are on Hulu now. But I don't know. American Horror Story um, is definitely another reason that we will never have a cable package or satellite 
surface mm -hmm. because um, if it's coming on a regular basic package station and our children are, are surfing, it's not something I want them watching. It, right, accidentally stumbling upon, yeah. It's some stuff. I can't believe it's on it's on a regular like that's what is that on? That's it's on, on FX. FX. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Wh which is advertised and billed for, you know, grown ups or whatever. But yet it's a basic cable package, which like you said, you mm -hmm. just clicking around and you stumble upon. Yeah. I guess the only other thing I've really been watching is uh, since uh, COVID struck our local theater, um, well, they were closed down completely for a little while. Yeah, and then I'm when seeing they, your post on that. Go ahead with yeah, that. They're showing some cool stuff now that's to reopen, man. Um, Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, Rear Window. I got to see Psycho and Jaws both in anniversary years. I thought that was really cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Raiders, Breakfast Club, bunch of stuff. That's been sweet. He's doing a Friday the 13th double feature marathon at the end of October. Um, yeah. Parts one and two, and then parts three and four. Okay, so is he, because I know you had posted at one point that he was having, like, some trouble, fin you know, financially with the, how is that going? <clears throat> it's still bad. Um, a couple of friends of mine and I are trying to get together and, and do a, like maybe a GoFundMe or something. Mm -hmm. but, uh, the fellow's name is Joe Smith and he, he's, um, he doesn't like to ask for anything. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to, uh, we haven't really got any info out of him yet. Right. But um, we still really want to do that. Whenever. He doesn't have to ask here. Uh, what is the name of the theater and where is it located? It's Prince's Theaters in Mayfield, Kentucky. Okay. So there you have it, guys. Look that up. See if there's any way that you can get yeah. support him. Support. Oh, sorry, my brain just did not want to do <laughs> that. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. He, he's told us a couple of times that. Uh, see, they're not sending him any new movies either. They keep pushing the new movies. Yeah. And he get, he did get Tenet, mm -hmm. but but the, his contract for Tenet was he had to keep it on for five weeks. Yeah. If nobody's going to it, what? Right. Right. He's and they get the money for that, not mm -hmm. the house. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's got two screens. So he had one screen locked in with Tenet for, for over a month. And anybody that wanted to see it came the first couple of weeks. Yeah. And then, then that screen's down for three weeks, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, um, I don't know. We're definitely going to try to get a GoFundMe going uh, as soon as possible. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you, when you do, go ahead and, you know, share it on, on our Facebook and, so we can share that and get get that word out there. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot. And I'll, you know, spread it over to Twitter and everything else and slash your app and all that. Awesome. So, yeah. So, um, I 
obviously you're a horror fan, and so let me ask you, and I believe you answered this on the post, but I want to hear it from you. Is this something that you've grown up with? Is it something that, you know, you became a a fan of later on? Um, yeah, so that would be the first question, and then I'll go right. deeper there. <laughs> well, um, there weren't a whole lot of rules about what we could watch at our house. As long as it wasn't full of nudity or the F word, for some reason, that one was worse. I, I don't know why, but if, if it didn't have a lot of boobs and F-bombs, we could pretty well watch whatever we wanted to. Um, I remember, I guess, Friday the 13th was probably the first uh, thing that I really dug into. We had a local video store here, and it was called Box Office, and Pat Pat was the name of the guy who ran the place. He's passed on now. But um, they had a deal where every hundred rentals, if you saved your receipts, you could just pull a film off the floor. And I thought that was amazing. You just, they were all VHS at the time, but we didn't know any better, right? We didn't have Betamax, so (laughs) VHS was like top dog. So uh, I started working my way through the, Friday the 13th, you know, bringing them home that way. And I got the whole collection. I guess when I started that, part six was the the newest one on the shelf. And part seven was just coming out in the theater. And I remember wanting to go, but I, we ended up sitting in Elm Street 5 instead. It was a sad day. <laughs> <laughs> but... Ended up getting the whole Paramount series. Um, by the time New Line acquired the franchise, he was he was out of business. So, but anyway, I got through Manhattan from Pat, and that's really what got me started on in horror films. Okay. Now, did you um, did did you grow up in a in a Christian household at all, or and yeah, you did. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, okay. Go ahead. They were uh, are still, I guess. I, I don't really know the difference, but they say Pentecostal holiness. I, I thought that was two different things, but okay. I, I don't know for sure about that. But anyway, that's how we were raised, and um, it was kind of like a situation where God was very important and Jesus was, um, you know, mm-hmm. God. And, right. But it wasn't like we, we never sat down and had like a, a group family study or any kind of thing like that. And I remember my brother uh, one time, he said, he said shit. And I think it was the last time he <laughs> ever <did> shit. <laughs> so you know, it was kind of like we knew what mom and dad expected of us as far as uh, behaviors and such as that. Mm-hmm. But it never really, uh, we had three, six and 12, right? And sometimes 23 on television. And uh, so whatever mom and dad watched, we watched. 
that's yeah. just the way it was. One television household for years, and um, a VHS player later on, and we just all watched the same thing. If if we rented Swarm, we all watched Swarm. You know, if if we rented The Exorcist, we all watched The Exorcist. I remember I saw you talking about The Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Yeah. And I remember that being the CBS <laughs> movie of the week. And we all sat down and watched that. And that's the last time I saw that movie. And I, I, I remember it almost scene for scene. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just, it stuck with me that much, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty well. Uh, we didn't have a lot of restrictions on what we watched. Okay. Yeah. Not a, not a big deal. We went to, you know, congregational meetings and stuff uh, most of the time, but it wasn't like a thing where, hurry, you got to hurry up and get ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know, if, if we didn't make it, we didn't make it. Right. But my granddad on my mom's side was a holiness preacher. Mm -hmm. And that's really nothing against mom and dad at all, but that's really where I learned about Jesus and stuff. Every time we would go over to Mama and Papa's house, the Bible was either in his hand or within arm's grasp. And before I left that house, he had it in his hand at least once. Right. And uh, I just remember, you know, a lot of times when I think about Jesus, the very next thought in my head is Papa. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, there's a lot of questions that I would like to ask him now that uh, I guess we'll have to wait for uh, some other time. Well, that's a great legacy, though, right there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amazing man. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the reason why I asked, and it might be of different regions of the country or whatever, you know, I grew up uh, non-practicing, you know, well, Christmas and Easter Catholic mm -hmm. in New York, you know, and so basically you do what you want and then Sunday you, you get forgiven, you know, right. and then moving to Florida and then when I started going to church and got saved there, they, and this was an Assembly of God church, and they took his thing very I mean, when we got involved in youth ministry, Michelle and I, not too long after, they put a rule in for the youth leader that we couldn't, what was it, no, was it, uh, no rated on movies. Uh, and that included Passion of the Christ. Yeah, so that was a real conundrum when that came out. It was like, okay, oh. what, are you, what are you gonna say now? Uh, 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 exactly. and, and, and I mean, it did come to where they said not to watch it. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to be, want to draw this to its logical conclusion, it's a really long movie for a reason. Right. Yeah. But even before they put that in there, they, they gave us the feeling about, you know, any secular movie or was it good? I actually had the entire VHS collection of every single Disney movie. The VHS of the movie, I had the Ken and Barbie uh, dolls that went with each movie. So like for, uh, I mean, 
Pocahontas yeah. isn't Disney, but I had, you know, the Pocahontas movie and I had both. Pocahontas is Disney. Was it Disney? Okay. Well, then I had, I had, you know, the, the, the three of them. There, there was two, two Kens and yeah. cause there was the John Smith and there was her, yeah. her Indian yeah. betrothed that she yeah. was supposed to marry. I forget his name now. Yeah. I got rid of all the Barbies and we smashed all the videos with hammers. Because you couldn't sell them because you'd be passing on that evil. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that so that was even before the rated R thing came in. Yeah. Well, I got a taste of that mentality when I was about 20, maybe 21. And uh, you guys froze up. Can you hear me? Yeah. We can hear you. You froze too, but we can hear you. <laughs> You know what we were able to squeeze in there? What? This is a good thing. You know what we were able to squeeze in? <gasps> Commercial break! Commercial break! Hello and welcome to the History Obscura podcast. This is the place where history's forgotten secrets are unshelved from my vast, firelit book repository and reintroduced to the world. Learn stories of space exploration medieval royals, smugglers, martyrs, and monsters. Subscribe to History Obscura for a fresh tale every Saturday and Tuesday night. Hey, this is Crazy Keith at Say It Podcast. Looking for a show with hosts that are off their rockers? Well, we have a podcast for you. We have crazy jokes, good jokes, great jokes, and hilarious jokes. We offend big people, small people, stupid people, smart people, and even ourselves. We have a Facebook page, a Twitter feed, and have a podcast host. So please check us out at Say It Podcast because our podcast is insane. You can find Say It Podcast on Spotify, Shonen, and Anchor. This is Peter Laws introducing you to the Creepy Cove Community Church Podcast. It's a podcast presented in the style of a church service, but not just any church. Creepy Cove is a mysterious haunted fishing town by the sea where every horror movie actually happened. Each show is an immersive audio experience where you attend the After Dark service. You'll meet the eccentric congregation. You'll get news from the town, including appearances from horror movie characters. There's a sermon to help you reflect and space for prayer and meditation. You'll also hear church music like you've never heard before. Treat this show as pure entertainment if you like, or as a genuine space for spiritual and philosophical pondering. You don't have to be into church to come, and don't feel you have to listen to episodes in order. Just scroll through and find a topic you like and drop right in. Or why not subscribe and get all new episodes sent straight to you for free? Visit creepycove.com or find us at Twitter or Facebook. Just search for at creepycove. And I look forward to seeing you at the next service of the Creepy Cove Community Church. Okay. He does that every time. Great commercial. Even when it's just us and we're not recording. Yeah. Commercial break. <laughs> I, I love what a commercial. Uh, we have some good friends that have great podcasts. Yep. Okay. So. So anyway, uh, we, you know, we were talking about legalism and stuff like that. Uh, so I kind of had a question. <clears throat> How did you find balance? How did you come to realize that balance was needed? Ah, two different questions, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, my wife. Awesome. She grounded me. 
She grounded me a lot. Jesus used her, uh, used her, Google's trying to play music right now. I don't know what's going on. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh, no, you're good. All right, I lost video. We still see you. We still see you. Cool. Well, all right. So it's podcast, right? I'll just keep talking. Yeah. Uh, Jesus really used her to show me that um, love, loving people is a, a lot more than expecting them to abide by my personal convictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a slow process. It was, it was, it was very painful, uh, at, at parts, at points in my life and hers. I made, made her, um, it was living hell at some points and all on me, but yeah, legalism is, is, it's hard to get out of. And sometimes uh, it takes somebody else to show you that it's needed to get out of. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if that's a good sentence or not, but it made sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But to answer the other question, uh, I don't have balance yet. I'm completely imbalanced. So it's <laughs> <laughs> still a process. I've got to say, though, I think, you know, through a lot of the discussions that we've had um, in different uh, debates and things that I see you say, not even when even not even when I'm in the conversation. And then some of the things that you, Dino, and I have talked about in our conversation, that conversation that I've had with you and Rachel, um, we seem to be unbalanced in the same way <laughs> where we seem to be walking down a very similar path. I think so. I have to say that has actually helped me. Yeah. Good. It helped me know that I'm not alone. I'm not, you know, that Dino and I are not the only ones walking through this. Because um, the last eight years have really, really been a struggle for Dino and I. Because we've always, you know, we've always known where our ch home church was. Yeah. Um, like when we moved from uh, Florida to Tennessee we had a church before we had a house. Mm. You know, we knew where we were going to go to church before we knew where we were going to live. Mm -hmm. And it has, you know, it just had always been that way. So we assumed that when we moved from Florida to South Carolina, because in the meantime, we moved back from Tennessee to Florida. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when we moved up here, we figured it was going to be the same way. And here we are eight years later, we have a church that we attend on a regular basis do does it feel like home no yeah N not not the way that we are used to a home church right you know not what we're so it's just it's, it's been really difficult <laughs> really yeah, really is. difficult yeah i mean and even you know serving we've served in different aspects there you know i'm intermittently on the worship team over there you you help out with you know 
we when they do servicing yeah when they do special events like this uh august we were helping uh, the kids and i would go on thursday mornings and help uh hand out boxes of produce to people that would come by yeah we've lost them again we lost them again there you go. <laughs> oh my Ugh. I think that's our sign. Yeah. That we're supposed to finish them off. Yeah. Oh, wait. He's a... there. There he is. Oh, there hey. you are. <laughs> Can you. You gotta unmute him every time. Oh, hold on. There you go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah. But yeah, so. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we, you know, what we were saying is we do certain things for the church, it, but it still doesn't feel home the way it used to be. How did you feel your re-entry into like horror and stuff like that was? Did you feel like you'd missed a lot? Well. Was that kind of seamless or is that part of the bad I, <laughs> I was kind of cheating the whole time. Uh, um, you know, <laughs> I, I got rid of some stuff, but a lot so I really never left yeah see that was me I I backed out of watching it but there was still a lot of stuff that I had like my laser discs I was like there's no way I've got a you know I've got Maniac signed by Tom Savini on laser oh. I'm not getting rid of that you know I have Phantasm signed by everybody that I, you know, that I met at Weekend of Horrors back in the late 90s. I'm not getting rid of that. I'm sorry, God, but no. <laughs> I need to be frugal too, and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you there. Yeah, I mean, even from Dust, I have from Dust Till Dawn on Laserdisc, signed by Tom Savini. I, I, no, I'm not getting rid of that. That's awesome. Yeah. And they have faithfully moved with us every move we've made. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I think I'm I'm gonna do like a video of like my laser disc, you know, thing, and put that on YouTube and go into the attic and break out the VHS tapes and stuff that I still have. I think I want to do that. Oh, we've got what like five or six of those huge tubs. Yeah. Full those of VHS. big old tote type of things full of VHS tapes. We were still buying laser discs when Killian was born. Yeah. We had that one store in well, Tennessee. Yeah, we lived in Nashville. What was it, Great Escape? Yeah. Yeah, and they still sold laser discs. So between that and eBay, I was still getting getting stuff. You know, I, I've got Spider Baby on laser disc. You know? Oh, so. wow. Did Sid sign it? Huh? Did Sid sign it? No. No, I never had a chance to meet him. That would have been great, though. But no. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even have a Laserdisc player at the time, but we were still playing the Laserdiscs. Yep. Now we have two. Yeah. We have two. Because um, my dad, we got them from the school system. Yeah. Right? My dad worked for the school system in Florida, and they had them scheduled for the garbage dump, and he got permission to let us have them. So now we actually have two players, but I still don't think we've ever played, <laughs> played one of them. No. Laser discs. So we've got 
two players in the closet, and we've got the movies out here, and we've never watched them. Yep. <laughs> Need to let the kids see what a laser disc is, though. Yeah. <laughs> let the kids see what a laser disc is. Yeah, they don't even know what an LP is. Don't let them put it in the record player. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, didn't one of them try and put something in something and that was wrong? Oh, our, the last VCR we had. No, the the TV DVD player. I think they put Play-Doh in there. Oh, that's what to, it was. Yeah, they, they made a disc out of Play-Doh and tried to play it. They wanted yeah. the Play-Doh movie instead of Lego movie, and that <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> never fully got, never fully recovered from that one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, we we got not that long ago. Was that a church yard sale? Where we got that Panasonic top oh, loading yeah, top loading VHS player. Yeah. With the remote attached with a cord? Uh yeah, it was the one that you like plug in. Yeah. yeah. And uh and I had bought a couple of the old VCR games uh off of eBay. Uh, oh Door- yeah. Doorways to horror and commercial crazy you did a, a box opening with those yeah box yeah. opening yeah i did a box those. opening you could see that on youtube we haven't, played, we haven't played them yet though no and i'm actually very surprised we bought the jaw ja- um jaws board game and we haven't played that one yet either no it's <laughs> sitting there waiting to be played but just hasn't gotten around to it like the kids fell in love with um a mixtape massacre have you have you seen that board game yet? No, no. Oh, that's a good one. Is I it? A, I did an unboxing of that one on YouTube, but it is a game. It's kind of reminiscent of Clue. Uh, you go through this town and go to these certain areas, like the video store, the hospital, school, the hospital, and you have to do dice rolls in order to kill a victim, and then you take a trinket from them and like the first one they're like 12 totems or whatever wins but you can also you're playing each other you're playing as different um horror villains horror types yeah Yeah. like there's a chucky-esque type of doll creature or a gremlin-ish monster adjacent-ish right a clown a guy that kills you in your sleep uh you know different horror trope type thing you know, a, a J-horror type character. And they all have different abilities that you can use at one time, like a regeneration or an extra hit point or something like that. Yeah. And cool. it, it's a fun game. All the kids love it. Yeah, I mean, and it's, I mean, we've paid, what, 60 for it? Where we normally don't pay that, that type of thing for a game. But it was certainly well, because we did it when it was still in, um, uh, not the GoFundMe. What is the one for? Uh, Indiegogo? Or no. Um, Kickstarter? Kickstarter. Yeah. We did it when it was still in Kickstarter. Um, but the board game, like the board itself is, um, that's, it's the. Um, that's a, a hard cardboard. It, right. It's the, it's the really hard, but there's, um, I mean, there's no way it's. No. It, it's just very well made. All the pieces, every everything's mm-hmm. very, very sturdy. Yeah. Well, that was the same thing I liked with that uh, one Walking Dead game that we got. 
Yeah, that and one the board, had the mat. The board was like one of the rolling mats, like what you use for um, like a mouse pad. Mouse pad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, we talk over each other a lot. <laughs> Don't worry about me. <laughs> but all right. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we we went through all that same type of stuff, and we kind of, you know, the pendulum swung back the other way. I mean, Killian was born on Halloween. That's awesome. For our own picking. Yes, and that was that was on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) When we because he was actually my birthday is November fourteenth, and his due date was November twelfth. And when I found out that I had gestational diabetes, the doctor's like, "Well, we typically like to induce two weeks early for because of gestational diabetes." So I said, "Okay." And when it got closer, um, I'm like, "She said two weeks early." When I did the math, I'm like, "Oh, that's Halloween." And I said, okay, good, good. Yeah, and this is in Nashville, you know, country music, you know, gospel music city right there, yeah. So she's like, oh, is that, I'm sorry, well, is that well, a problem? Well, no, because I told, I, I'm thinking that, and I told her that would be great. And then as it got closer, she went to go set the appointment for me to come in, and she realized she only did inductions on Wednesdays. And that Wednesday was, Hall- the, the Wednesday of the week she wanted to do it was Halloween. And she knew we were Christians, so she's like, do I need to schedule it for, like, the week before, the week after, you know, are, are you, and I looked at her, I said, you don't remember, I told you I would, I want a Halloween baby, <laughs> and she goes, oh, good, okay, we got to the point, I, I was in labor for most of the day, yeah. and um, we were, play, we were watching Halloween, we were, yeah, AMC had their Halloween marathon going on, you know, four, yeah. five, six, you know, whatever. Yeah, so we're, so we're watching that playing Texas Hold'em, <laughs> and and I'm sitting there going, well, it's you know four o'clock now. If we have the baby by six, I could dress him up and still go out to the treat <laughs> with him, and we could, you know, but they wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> I'm like, dang you! But we got we got to the point where it was into the ten o'clock hour, and I really hadn't started like pushing or anything yet. And she goes. Oh, you, know, you may not be able to have a Halloween baby. You may have what they call the, uh, the Thursday Thursday first baby. Yeah. That particular hospital, they did something where, like, the first baby born every Thursday got their picture and everything in the newspaper and, and all that. She goes, you might have Thursday's first baby. I said, no, I am having a Halloween baby. <laughs> what was it? I wound up pushing, and I did three pushes later, and he was out. <laughs> I said, I am having this Halloween baby. And darn it if he wasn't born with his big, bright orange hair. He looked like really? A, yeah, looked yep. like a pumpkin. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he had to let the dog out. Had to let the dog out. Hoo hoo. <laughs> uh. but, but yeah, I mean, so he he's heard it. You know, oh, the devil's birthday. And oh yeah. And um, and he looks and he like rolls his eyes and like. He, he, he started telling people the devil doesn't have a birthday. Yeah, the devil was not born. <laughs> That's perfect. Day. I'm like, well, yeah. Oh, he's got he's gotten in trouble in some churches. They they one church was talking about um, going to heaven and spending eternity in heaven, and he turned around to the teacher because you don't spend eternity in heaven. The Bible says you spend it on the new earth. <laughs> they told him to sit down and be quiet. Uh. So we're like, yeah, Killian, you know what? Nod. 
shaking, you know, because then, you know, God forbid they talk about, oh, the hell, I might kill him, too. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Don't pick your battles, dude. This isn't the one to have right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> no kidding, man. <laughs> but to the fun side of Halloween, he figured out at a very early age that while we were trick-or-treating, if he told people that that was his birthday, he got double candy. Yeah. 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 So he played that one up for a while. They only stopped that about two years ago. Yeah. (laughs) About two years ago, they kept saying, yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) And then this year, okay. So they down where we are, the main drag, Main Street, Newberry. All these houses do trick or treat, and then there's the, uh, Parking lots where they do trunk or treat and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I we've heard a lot of the people on Main Street spend upwards of a thousand dollars on candy every Halloween. Yeah, they they do it up. Yeah, but this year they've kind of put the kibosh on that, which you're wearing a mask anyway, right? You know, mm-hmm. so this seems like you know we're it's already halfway doing it. You know, and when, you're outside, you got a mask on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, put lines, hey, one kid at a time, you just toss the candy out. <laughs> what do they call it? Yeet. Yeet the candy. <laughs> Eat the treat out. Well, I've seen, some, I've seen some people are getting creative with trying to do the trick or treating. So one person was taping um, uh, M&M's bags to the bamboo skewers. And just placing them all over their yard. So you just have to go up and pick up the bamboo skewer with the M&M's bag on it. That's cool. So somebody did that. And then there was another person that had like a stoop with the um, railings down. And he took this really big tube and he taped the tube to the railing. And he stays at the top of the stairs and the kid's at the bottom. And he just shoots the candy down to them. (laughs) It's like, why can't we do that? Yeah. That'd be cool. But yeah, no, they've stopped it here. Thankfully, we're oh, they canceled Halloween. Yep. The, yeah. Yeah. The the town officially the, the yeah. town officially canceled it. Now they must two- not know that part six is the worst one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so. yeah. No resurrection on this one, boy. Oh no, no, no! That was the curse. Yeah. Oh, the curse. Terrible. Terrible. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I would have rather had another season of The Witch. I definitely would. <laughs> I definitely would. But yeah, where you work, where I work, we're actually going to throw a uh, Halloween party. Um, cool. So we'll do the trunk or treat outside. They're going to have games and stuff. Um, uh, inside, they'll be giving away candy too, and they're going to have a kids' costume contest. I think from like five to eight. And then from like eight to ten, they're doing an adult costume contest. So, yeah. and thankfully, I'm not working. It's that's supposed to be my night to work, but my boss said it's Halloween. You have three kids. It's your son's birthday. Have a nice night. <laughs> so, she, nice. yeah. So she gave me the night off. So we'll be out there doing that. So, are you still tending, or what are you doing yeah. now? Yeah, I'm still bartending there. So, if you could call that bartending, I guess it's bartending. I don't know. 
Uh, I'm, I'm starting to learn how to make drinks, though. I, I've learned how to make a, um, a margarita. Yesterday, I made a strawberry daiquiri. So. Learning to make drinks. Well, there you go. Lost the COVID. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Our, our, it, it, does it look like everything's going to go as usual for Halloween by you? I think so. Our county... Um, we, uh, they don't really take it all that serious around here. So mm. probably, yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about like, you know, if they're going to let kids do it in town or not, but, um, I assume if things go like they do at the, the uh, common restaurants around here right now, then I don't know why kids couldn't run around with masks on collecting candy. It's. Nobody yeah. seems to hear too much here. Okay. Yeah, we put, uh, we, today we got, uh, we were at Walmart and they had those uh, plastic face shields and it was four shields for like $5. So we went ahead and got those because we're going to let them wear those for Halloween so we can still paint their faces yeah. and, be, and be able to see, you know, but have that protection. Mm -hmm. That's good. So yeah. we'll, we'll do that. But. Oh, we have some really stupid laws here in this town uh, as far as um, for the state, actually. Mm -hmm. If you want to go to a restaurant, you can go. And a lot of a lot of them now have the dot, you know, dining area is open. They're seating like every other table or, you know, they're, they're spacing it out that way. But in order to get into the restaurant, you have to have the mask on. And as soon as you sit down at your table, you can take the mask off for the whole time you're there. Right. <laughs> And then to leave or to go to the bathroom, you have to put your mask on as you're walking yeah. to go to the bathroom or leave. And then the other one is... But there's nobody breathing. Yeah, nobody, no. Yeah. When, when you're sitting at the table, nobody... I actually walked out of a restaurant like two or three weeks ago that we wanted to go to because we didn't have... We didn't have... Uh, we didn't bring enough masks for us. So... And we... They literally were going to sit us at the table right next to the door. We would have walked no more than about three feet and they wouldn't let us in because we didn't have the masks. I'm like, well, yeah. you've just lost my business. Yeah. Wow. I mean, in the people hear us. If you've listened for any amount of time, we are not anti-maskers. No, we're not. We, we're, but we are pro-common sense. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. Now, we'll see, because the other law with me being a bartender is we have to stop serving alcohol at 11 o'clock because of COVID. No. Because COVID becomes a gremlin <laughs> if they drink after midnight. No, COVID not Well, you can go by at 11, before 11. We just... Well, no, that's us skirting the... <laughs> oh, okay. That's a thought of skirting the rule. We don't We do not do that, though. Oh. We, we have everybody get... Mm -hmm. Last last calls at about uh, 1040, 1045. Oh, okay. And then that's the last drink you can buy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so at, you know, drink it, you know, you can buy it up till 1059, 11 o'clock. Nope. 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 Because of COVID. Yep. It makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> you give COVID a whole lot more credit. <laughs> yeah. COVID is very smart. COVID is very punctual. Yep. Yes. 
So, like, with the restaurant thing, though, does that mean that they can go back to having, like, smoking and non-smoking sections? Since wouldn't COVID be as airborne as, say, cigarette smoke? Hmm. I mean, remember when that was a thing? Yeah. You know, yep, because yep. The, the line was here, you know, booth four was in the smoking section. <laughs> booth five was non-smoking. So if you're in booth yeah. five, you are not being affected by secondhand smoke. <laughs> Because you're in that non-smoking section. Oh, I don't know. See? All I know is I heard Florida's actually lifted all their stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like, Flo- yeah. Florida's completely, they've got no restrictions anymore. Yeah, because of Florida. <laughs> we've, got Chad, we've got Chad and Dimples things going on in Florida. Yeah. You're just trying to count Chad's over there from, <laughs> from Bush Gore. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna come back and say Gore actually won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to do the last how many years over again. <laughs> yeah. oh. See, that's the thing. I mean, all right. I am forty six years old. I started voting in ninety two. Okay. So in my lifetime of voting, we have voted for let's see. We've had Clinton twice, Bush twice. Obama twice and Trump once. So I have come to the conclusion that people my age should not be allowed to vote. <laughs> Good job, Dino. That, that, that is my deductive reasoning, and I have settled the problem. <laughs> well, you're going to get your wish. I'm not voting this year. <laughs> I, I think that. a lot of people won't be voting this year. I. I'm saying that I don't, I feel like I have this obligation to vote, so I want to, but I don't want to vote for either one of them, so I'm, I'm, there is a part of me that's saying, well, you know, whatever God's will is, is what's going to happen, so let me just let it happen. You know, we've talked about this. Uh, you weren't involved in the conversation, I don't think, but I know Justin and I were. Yeah. And I think Chris Date is a viable writing candidate. Yeah, I'm all for him. Hey, better choice than Donald Duck who gets written in every year. Or Harambe. Yes. Or Donald Trump. Oops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we cover politics in the only the most paw podcast type way here. <laughs> Sorry. Well, let's see. What What's one of the other taboo subjects that you're not supposed to talk about? We've talked about religion. Mm-hmm. We've talked about politics. What's the next one? Sex. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we did talk about titties. Well, yeah, yeah, we did, didn't we? A little yeah. bit anyway. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, this definitely went. Yeah. Yeah. This one, think, this one, and that's fine. I, those always tend to be our, our most listened to episodes. Yep. The ones that we think we have a plan and know where we're going, but then it goes somewhere completely yeah. off that path. Those always tend to be the ones that get, get the most. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? It's because it's authentic conversation. Yeah. As a listener, do you agree with that? Yes, totally. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that I would agree with, you know, this being a good episode because I'm on it. So, oh. yeah. 
No, I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, and that's what it is. I, I'm, I like talking about things and talking about movies and mm-hmm. talking with friends and that's what this is talking about. Talking with friends about movies. And things. And things. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I have another question for you quick. Sure. We've talked about yeah. some of our guilty pleasures as far as reality shows. Do you have any reality shows that you and Rachel watch? Mm-mm. No. Um, it's on y'all. We, <laughs> we used to watch Celebrity Apprentice, but we already talked about that, right? Yeah. 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 Um, not no, not really. Yeah, I guess I guess we're we're reality show yeah. junkies. That was always my thing: is if you want me to get interested in a topic, make a reality show about it, mm-hmm. and then I'll, you know, like I remember years ago, you know, there was Survivor, and everyone watched that, and we got into that in like the second season. Yeah, I mean, we even had like our our, our church small. We had a church group that would get together every week and, and people, we were assigned a person on the show. And okay. there was what money, we all put money in. Yeah, so there was a pot in. at the end that whoever, you know, whoever was attached <laughs> to the person that won the show won the money. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember when the restaurant came out and we were like, it's a show about running a restaurant. Who the heck would, and this is like, you know, Food Network was slightly a thing, but this was NBC, Mark Burnett, you know, Ro- you know, Rocco's restaurant. We're like, who would watch it? Man, after two episodes, we're like, we got to go to New York and go to the restaurant. And we did. And we did. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we didn't go solely for that. We were going there, and then we were like, well, we're here. We might as well go to Manhattan and go to Rocco's. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, we were... Yeah. Was it good? Oh yeah. oh yeah, it was very good. And, uh, I don't know I, if you watch it, but the, on the show, Rocco was the the chef, and his mom was there, and she did a lot of cooking. We actually have pictures. She came and sat at the table with us. Yeah, because uh, I had I had I ordered her mama's famous meatballs, and that's what I had to eat. She came out and she sat with mm-hmm. us. We've got pictures of that. Um, the bartender who was infamous, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we got some pictures with him. He tried to make me a drink to see if I liked it, but. I, yeah. Still, the only drink I've ever found that I like is Fireball. But, yeah. but um, no, I mean we watched all the big ones: Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. If it's got Gordon Ramsay on it, I'm watching. That well, kind of. We used to watch uh, America's Got Talent a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think maybe we watched. We might have watched a uh, season or two of American Idol. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back yeah. in the day, yeah, we did that. A good one, a good one now, though. To, it's like we find it really fun is the masked singer. Uh huh. They wear the, all those elaborate costumes and everything. You gotta try and guess who's behind it. We have fun with that one. Yeah. And the kid, the kids like that one too. And um, Nico, our uh, oldest daughter, she likes uh, World of Dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we watch, we watch that one. But I'm saying, you know, so we watch all those big ones on the main channels, but we even watch stuff like Parking Wars. <laughs> where yeah. people get ticketed for parking in the wrong spots and we yeah. watch the and then, yeah yell at each other for that <laughs> anything you know i like all the locked up and that, all that and it's like I, I work in prison why do i come home 
you want to escape from work and you go and you watch Waka. But I don't know. <laughs> Haven't gotten him to watch Naked and Afraid yet, though. Yeah, I'm not, I think I'm that not. I, I think I found his line. Yeah. I'll tell you what. When we go to my parents' house, uh, that you got me. When we go to my parents' house, they have uh, Direct TV, and if Naked and Afraid is on, we'll watch that. Will you? Yeah. I think I've Ben does the pimple pop. I will not watch. <laughs> I will not watch it. I watch, I like a 600 pound life. Yeah, that I can't do either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dad watches Incredible Dr. Pole or something. Is it? He's a vet, right? And he, he works on these strange things. Uh, the other the other night they pulled a, an arrow out of a cat's head inside. Oh my! Yeah, somebody oh. shot a cat with an arrow and it went through its side and came through its head and lived. And they pulled it out and I, they they fixed it. And see now I, that I would that I would find interesting. Hmm. I would find that one interesting. Yeah. I think Titi would Titi would watch it, but she'd cry the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it bothered me. It, it made me think of the turtle in uh, what was it, uh, Cannibal Holocaust? Okay, yeah. I, I can't. It was it was rough on me. I don't know. I, I'm traumatized from that. That's one of the things, along with The Exorcist, that that kind of screwed with my head a little bit. Well, see, we we've, we've talked before about the The Exorcist. As far as being Christians now, it scares us more now than it did when we watched it in Warren. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when yeah. I wasn't Christian, I, I liked it. It was a good movie. It yeah. was entertaining. When I became a Christian, whew, that one scared the crap out of me. The, and like, the, it's really the crucifix scene that, that gets me. Yeah. Yeah. It just burned in. It yeah. burned in. Well, and then even the, like the first paranormal activity, when I thought it was a ghost movie, I'm like, oh, okay. What a, but then when it turned out that it wasn't a ghost, it was actually a demon, then yeah. it, it frightened me more. Because yeah. ghost things don't scare me. Demons do. Because I believe in those. So what what made our picture fall, fall off the worthy wall? That, I don't know, man. We're all sitting here. And it, it was We were talking after we got back on Saturday, after the kids and I got back from Young Marines. So um, Creep Show is paused on the TV, and you can see it. So we're all sitting around the living all around the living room talking about what we've done so far today. Now, no train, you know, we had the issue with the trains coming by and all of our pictures hang, you know, so no train came by or nothing. We're all sitting here. And last week we bought a picture from uh, a ministry was selling it outside of one of the grocery stores. It's right here. Family rules. It says uh, what keep your keep your promises, be kind hearted. I uh, can't read all of them. Always be honest, right? And this was on yep. the wall. It flew off the wall. Yeah, it didn't fall. It didn't fall like it's... straight down. It flew two feet off the wall. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> now, the interesting part is there is another picture on the wall. And it's still hanging on the wall. Do you want to turn the camera so he can see it? 
Okay. This did not fall off the wall. All right. It's still on the wall. Are, are they beside each other? They were. Yes. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, all of us turned around and looked at each other and were like, what just happened? Who the hell was that? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I would have been a little bit more creeped out if it had broken, but it didn't break. So Yeah, yeah, it didn't break. It, just, it, it has glass Yeah, on. it has glass and it's like... The um, glass didn't break, nothing. But it flew two feet off the wall. Didn't break. I'm like, what? <laughs> now I'm not saying we have a demon in the house. I just thought that that interestingly funny yeah. fit in with the conversation. Yeah, it was just very <laughs> eerie. <laughs> oh, but, man. But um, have you heard, and, and because some of the uh, responses that we had to our question were from Twitter, Facebook, and this other thing. The Slasher app. It is, it is a social media app, and it's available on the phone. Um, that's yours. But it's basically Facebook for horror fans. Oh, wow. I'm looking for it right now. And, yeah, uh, it's good. It's Here's All right, yeah. I found it. Is it free? Yeah, it is free, and I will, you know, because I put the question on about you know what got you into horror, and you know how old were you? What was your first movie like that? And I got a lot, I got a lot of answers. What I'll probably do... Was that on the Slasher app? That was on the Slasher app. Sorry, I kind of zoned out there for a second. Yeah, we had uh, Stargirl MS. She said uh, when she was four, she got in horror. And she remembers buying a used copy of Child's Play in 91 when she was 10. In anticipation of Child's Play 3. Ding dog. Um... Cthulhu said uh, she lived a very sheltered life. No PG-13 movies until she was 13. Um, so she missed a lot of stuff when she was a kid. But she watched and really loved the original Omen. Uh, she was 16 or 17 at the time. Has no idea what the first horror movie she bought was. But she also doesn't remember what happened last week. So. <laughs> Who does? Yep. Um, let's see. Well, this has been this year has been the longest lifetime. Oh man! Feels like yeah. No kidding. Yeah, it's weird because I mean, a lot of the same. It felt like a lifetime ago, but yet it felt quick. Uh, it's weird. Because we're kind of like a fever dream. <laughs> yeah. 
because I've worked almost, you know, straight through. I think I took one month off. Not that I took off. I was working from home for one month, and then I've been out. But I've been able to do so much in that month because no one's been out. Right. So I've gotten a lot accomplished in five months. You know, traveling and doing this and going here and going here because no one's doing it. Now people are starting to pick up and traffic is building back up. And, and he's telling everybody, go back I'm home, like, get off the hours of quarantine, go. <laughs> oh, yeah, traffic's been killer the last couple of weeks around town. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm going to leave you to it for a but, moment. We've got another dog that needs to go out. <laughs> I can't do it at the same time. they got to go out separately. Yeah, but we have a few more on, on Slasher app. Uh, Ni Pao says uh, that uh, first horror was about four, and it was an utter free fall into my life. Uh, fairly certain that the first purchase was a House on Haunted Hill in 99. The 99 House on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then uh, Grave Cock. Grave Croc, rather. Um, well, okay, let me explain this. <laughs> Look out, dude. South know. Carolina. So I'm thinking Gamecock. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Grave Croc. Probably five uh, was jumping through channels and ended up on Evil Dead. See? Ooh. See what you'll find when you just jump through a channel? That's right. It. After that, started saving up money and bought Friday the 13th. That's a slasher app. I'm on it. I just got it. All right, cool. I'm on there. What are you, huh? Yeah. So, everybody, if you're a horror fan, go to Slasher. It's a fun little community. I, they do not, this is not a paid endorsement, but I do like it. It's on there. Excuse me. Yep. Might be getting about that time, guys. It is. I got work in the morning. But, Uh yeah. So. uh, This has definitely been fun. We're going to have to do this again. This has been fun. What I am going to do, um... I'm going to shout out one podcast um, that was not in a commercial break because he doesn't have a commercial part, but I, I shout out fairly often is uh, Cinema. Uh, C-Y-N-E-M-A with uh, Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith, of course, he directed uh, Death House. Um Camp Dread. Um, he's got a new movie coming out called The Special. Um, I spoke to him, this was what, over, over a year ago about social media, film critics on social media, review critics. And he did an episode this week about trailer reviews. You know, I heard a podcast the other day. They did 25 minutes 
on the new Mandalorian season two trailer. <laughs> the trailer is two minutes long. They did 25 minutes on it. You got that type of time? Really? <laughs> but he does a whole thing about what trailer reviews are, you know, and his take on them. And I can't disagree. In full disclosure, I have done trailer quote-unquote reactions. Um, however, when I do a trailer or I put up a trailer, it is normally to inform people that this is a movie that's coming out. I don't put up a trailer and go, boy, this looks like dog crap. Don't watch it. <laughs> that's not what I do. I put it up and I go, hey, here's this is what's coming out from the horror collective or whatever. So, yes, in full disclosure, I do horror reviews. I mean, trailer reviews. Yeah, I think that's a different But that is exposing. I'm, I'm promoting. I'm helping. <laughs> I'm not doing this going, boy, this looks like dog crap. Don't watch it. So, but I'm going to take that, boy, I really deviated off. I, I went down a rabbit hole. But I'll back myself up. And say that my interview with Harrison Smith, I will be re-releasing coming up this week. I will be remixing it kind of the way I did with the Jaws and with the Friday the 13th, mm -hmm. where it was initially stereo sound and I remixed it, put it to mono. That way everything is going through the same channels. Um, it's a great listen. It's really good. And if you don't listen to cinema go and find it um i listen to it on spotify and i'm sure he's like everywhere else too but not on podbean so that's a lot of information there but if i didn't babble i wouldn't be me <laughs> so all right yeah anybody have anything else they want to share i'm uh thankful that you guys asked me to do this and uh, had a lot of fun and would be totally up for doing it again if that's something you guys are interested in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I know I've talked about doing specifically a Christian horror episode talking about specific films and breaking them down and doing that type of thing with a bunch of trying to get you know, a roundtable discussion going on there. Um, so definitely, I, I'd be up for having you coming in on that one too. Cool. So, we'll definitely do that. Guys, thanks a oh, lot. Wait, wait, wait a second. You said road trip for Friday the 13th. Were you just blowing smoke? I wouldn't be against it, but I would have to make that. <laughs> that that's a pipe dream. That's not blowing smoke. It is a pipe dream. <laughs> Because in all actuality, the amount of money that it would take to go and do that, go there, do that, come back with the gas and all that, I could buy that new box set that's coming. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm sorry. That's got staying power, brother. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, guys, thank you very much for listening. Like, subscribe, share. You know... What we always say, we do for each other.